0: All right, good morning, good morning, to be able to begin Mishnah Yomi together, an incredibly and overwhelmingly exciting time. Again, just to remind you, if you would like your Daf Yomi notebooks, they are up here. Also, as I mentioned before, for those of you who are not yet learning Mishnah Yomi with us, we just began. We're beginning today, the third parak of Mishnah Tainis, two Mishnah a day. It takes just a couple of minutes and a wonderful way just to prepare yourself for the upcoming Misechtas. We're doing Tainis, then we'll do Megillah, then we'll join in with the regular Mishnayomi cycle beginning again at Brachas. There are still some complimentary Mishni left over here. So much Torah, so little time, but it is an incredible zuchos to be able to begin this new sect. Let me begin by thanking our sponsors. To thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Kislev, Semi and Malka Esterson for dedicating all the Sherman Joshuas this month in memory of their parents, commemoration of their sites Yitzchok Leib, Ben Aron Sarah Rachel, Bas Baruch Avram, and Hinda Bas Henech Ephraim. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah the Neshama Slahav and Aliyah and the family in We thank our Dafiomi sponsors for today. Beautiful dedication. Ira Miriam Grossman, in celebration of Ira's completion of Shas with this shir. Ira began with us Ira began with us Rosh Hashanah, the last cycle, and Baruch Hashem just finished his first cycle, to finish many cycles of Shas and consistently and constantly celebrate beautiful accomplishments in Torah. Mazel tov. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. That, dessert, that, that should have been a breakfast, I'm just saying. I think that Charlie should have been a breakfast, you know, something, something. All right, so with that, let us, let us begin. So let's begin with the sechta. Baruch Hashem. Tainis, Beis, Amadal, Me'eimassai, Maskirin, So remember again, just a little bit of background. We're going to be discussing a variety of different halachas, but in the beginning, in this first Mishnah, the one piece to keep track of is as follows. There are two times in Shmona Esu we make reference to rain. In the beginning of Shemona Esrei, we say, Ma'ashivaruch o Maori da or depending on your minog, which literally means Hu causes the wind to blow and brings down the rain. Then, in the Bracha of Barichalenu, there is the phrase, the same Tal umater livracha. To please give dew and rain for blessing. Both of those are related to rain. What's the fundamental difference? The fundamental difference is Mash Shibaruak Umar Gashem is considered to be a statement. A statement, a statement that attests to the greatness of Hu. But it is not a request. The Saint Tal um Matrulaklah is a petitional request. We know this by the way just by the mere placement. There are no requests, there are no bakashas until after the first three opening brachas in Shemona Esrei. So therefore, Mashi Baruch HaMorot is a statement. The same is a request. This is going to be very important. So the Mishnah begins by saying, From when do we begin to speak about Gvuros Gishamim, the greatness of the rain? Look at Rashi. We'll discuss why the Gemara will discuss why the Mishnah. Why don't we just say meimus ha maskirin gishamim? Why do you have to say meimus ha maskirin gishamim? The strength of the rain. The Gemara will discuss that. But I will say the point that Rashi is telling us over here is that this opening discussion is about mashiv haruach umorid hagashem. That's what this is about. So, when do we begin to recite this? Rabbi Eliezer Omer, the Tavarishon Shachat. Rabbi Eliezer says, First day Sukkis. First day Sukkis. Then Abbas said, What's the logic of first day Sukkis? Because remember again, technically speaking, the rainy season I will say, begins when? Begins when? Or should begin when? Sukkis. Remember, we want the rain to begin. Let's, let's, let's analyze this. Why wouldn't the rainy season begin before Sukkis? From an agricultural perspective. What's happening before Sukkis? The, whe- the wheat is still drying outside in the field. You don't want rain while the wheat is drying outside in the field. Chuk, sukkis is the Chag Osif. It's the gathering festival. Because again, the farmers would gather everything into their silos. So Sukkis is actually the natural beginning of the rainy season. It says, Rabbi Elias, it says, Mil Rabbi Yoshua says, no. Last day of Sukkis. So, as I said, this is our fundamental machokis. When we begin to recite Mashri Rachamar Rabbi Elihazar, first day Yom Tiv of Sukkis, Rabbi Yoshua, last day of Sukkis. Now, we're going to see Yom Tova Acharon Shalchag is actually really going to mean, you see, it sounds like, it sounds like that should mean what? The seventh day of Sukis, Because remember, Shmini as you saw in Mesachah Sukkah, is a regal bithme atzmo, pizar kishav. We learned that. But again, in actuality, we're going to see that last day of Sulkis actually here means Shmini I'm Amun Rabbi Yeshua. So Rabbi Yeshua says as follows. So Rabbi Yeshua says back to Rabbi Eliezer, why would you say, why would you say, on the first day of Sukkis, we don't want rain on Sukkis. In fact, again, rain during Sukkis is a simen klala. It's considered to be a sign of divine displeasure. Look at Rashi: Simen klala bechakin ke damiru masecha suka parakayosheim meimah saymuto lifnos mishat tisra hamikva mashal evet leevet shebalimzo kolsarabo vishafach lo kiton Apana va amrale ifshe beshimushech kilomar Kishagishamim yardin suka hakol yotzin. The So the Gemara, remember, remember this from Sukkah, that when it rains on Sukkah, the Gemara gives the moshal of a servant who comes to serve his master. The master takes the cup of wine and pours it back right in the servant's face as if to tell the servant, I don't want your service. We come out to the sukkah ready to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu through this mitzvah, and when it rains, that seems to be a sign of divine displeasure. There's a whole Torah on that moshul, and perhaps deeper meaning, but what it means, but that's not for now. The point, ultimately, again, that Rabbi Yoshua is making Trabi Eliezer, is everyone agrees, ideally, you don't want rain on sukkahs, I want to be able to sit in the sukkah, so why would we begin to say, in the beginning of sukkahs, the Gemara says, so the Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi says, You're absolutely right. Rabbi Eliezer says, Of course I agree with you. We would not ask for rain on Sukkis. But Rabbi Eliezer Remember again, are we discussing the petitional request for rain? Are we talking about that? No. What are we talking about? Which is a mentioning of rain, it's a haskara of rain. It's not a petitional request. Therefore, Rabbi Eliezer says, "I find no problem to make mention of rain already from the beginning of Sukkot." Look at Rash for just a moment. The same so will haskir shemas shamakum say, Rabbi Eliezer says, all Mas Shivarach Morid Agashem does. Is it mentions the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in that he brings the rain? That's what it does. It's not a request, and I agree, we don't request until sometime after the Yom of of So we will say, now watch this. So I will say, Rabbi Yeshua said like this Well, if that's the case, if that's the case, that mentioning rain. Is not the equivalent of a request for rain, and pretty much you could mention rain anytime, then why not mention rain anytime? In other words, why not put why not keep Mash Haruach Umar By the way, what a great idea. Why not keep Mashiv? You know how many extra essays that would save us? Right? Why keep just keep umar de Gashem in Shmona In other words, if it's not a request. If it's not a request, it's just a statement of the greatness of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Then why not keep it in there the whole time? To which the Gemara says. To which Rabbi Eliezer will respond. In hagishamim samoch Because we'll say even Rabbi Eliezer will agree that even though mashiv arach amarid is not a petitional request for rain, it only, and it's and it's a praise of Hakadosh Baruch Hu and that He brings the rain it only makes sense to include that at a time of the year when it's Shaykh. So to mention God's greatness through rain, when it's not Shaykh, or we don't want rain, is not a proper Shavach to akadish Baruch Hu. So essentially, I will say, Rabbi Eliezer, Sheikh does as follows. We will begin to say, Ma'sh shivaruch on the first day of Sukkis. This is Rabbi Eliezer. Because Sukkis time, that time of year, is when rain is Shaykh. Do I want rain on Sukkis? No. But we all know that Sukkis technically is the beginning of the rainy season. So Rabbi Eliezer will say it makes sense to speak about God's greatness as manifest through rain at a time when rain is Shaykh. Is, it's time of Shaykh. But again, why could we say it on the first day of Sukkis if we don't want rain on the first day of Sukkis? Because Ma'ashi Yivorach is not a petitional request. It is a statement of the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rabbi Yoshua, on the other hand, holds that no, there's no point in making any request of rain until we actually want rain. And even if Baruch Mord is a praise and not a petitional request, it does not make sense to bring it up until you actually want it. So wait until the last day of Sokashminyat's So this is Machlokis. Rabbi says, "Now this is the flip side. Rabbi Hudomer? So I will say so. Now that's our fundamental halakhs that we'll deal with in the Gemara. Rabbi Huda says. However, the Ne'atiba Biyamta Va'Achra On Shelchag. Then we will say now we're going to the bookend. So the beginning of the Mishnah began with when you begin Mashev Haruach U'Morid Hageshem. So Rabbi Yehuda telling me first day of Sukkis. Rabbi Yeshua telling me Shmini Saras. Now what about when does Mashev Haruach U'Morid Hageshem end? Right, when does the Tefila? When do we? When, when do we end this? Rabbi Huda says. So the Bal Mosaf. Actually, so I shouldn't say that. However, the Ne'at Tev Yom Tav Acher On Shalchag. The on the last day of on the last. I'm sorry. However, the Ne'at Tev Yom Tav Acher On Shalchag. Ha Acher Maskir Harishon. So sorry, I will say, before we get to Pesach. So Rabbi Yehuda says as follows, The one who davens on the last day of Yom Tov, which again is, oh. is Shmini Yatzeres, So the Gemara says, HaAchro maskir the Bal will insert Mas Ruach, HaMori Gashem, but HaRishon Eino Masker. But the Bal will not insert it. So I, will say, so I just want to point out, this is Rabbi Yehuda really going on shitas Rabbi Yoshua. So Rabbi Yeshua who holds that you do not begin to incite, insert Mash Rabbi Huda comes along and says, by the way, when on Shminyatzaras. So it's not Mairav on Shmini Yatzaras, it's not Shakras on Shemini Yatzaras. It's going to be Musof on Shminyatzaras. Again, we'll see why this is. However, beyond Harishon Sha Rabbi, say, when do you when do you begin to when do you stop Mash so the Mishnah tells me on Pesach, but when on Pesach, So the Bal Shachris ultimately will say By Shachris on the first day Pesach, Ha Acharon Maskir. But ultimately the Baal Musaf does not recite. What well, we have essentially in the Mishnah is really three parts. We're, we'll call it two parts. The first part of the Mishnah is when do we begin to recite Mashivurah Morid Seraph on Rabbi Yeshua. first day Sulkis, Rabbi Yoshua, Shmini Atzeres. Rabbi Huda comes along at the end of the Mishnah and it appears comments on the position of Rabbi Yoshua, if you hold that you only begin to say, Mashivach Merda, on the last day of Sukis on Shmini when do you begin? To which Rabbi Huda says, not Myrif and not Shachris, but Mosaf. And when do you end, Mashivach Merda, First day Pesach, first day Pesach. When by Mosaf, by Mosaf. Good. Shabbos we'll says so. This this will serve as the framework for our beginning discussion. Very very exciting. Says the so we'll say, here's what's interesting. Our Mishnah opens up. Our Mishnah opens up with the phrase of Meimasai. Um, Meimasai. All right. There's, uh, I, you know, we'll come, we'll come back. I want to share with you a beautiful bnei saskar, but but we'll, we'll we'll leave it for just a moment. say so, so I'll get to it in just a moment. So here's what we're asking. You see, I'll both say, means what? means what? When? When do we begin to recite Mashirocham Ragaesham? Now, meimusay presupposes that we've established an obligation to already daven for rain or to make mention of rain. So the Gemara says, where, where, where exactly? And by the way, meimusay also. Usually is the second stage of a conversation. First stage, we establish as an obligation to say something, right? And then after we establish that obligation, when do we recite it? So the Gemara says, "Tana hechakoi." Where is the Tana of the Mishnah picking up from? Like, where is this conversation picking up? Look at Rashi. Rashi says, So the Tana already presupposes that we've established an obligation to make mention of rain. Not to request rain, but to make mention of rain. Where is the Tana coming from? So we'll say, watch this. Tana hasam koi, Diktoni, Maskirin, Gevuras, Kisham, Betchias, Amesim, so, I say, where is the Tana picking up from? Amazingly enough, the Tanah is picking up from Messaches Brachas. From Messaches brachus. Alright, so I say we're just picking up right where we left off. We left off in Brachas. we're picking up the Right, We're going to see a little of a problem with this approach. But the Tana in Baruchas said, we make mention, we make mention say, of God's greatness as manifest through rain. In the brach of Tchiyas HaMesim, in the beginning of Shmonas, Es, right? V'sho'alin, we include a petitional request. the V'sen talumata livracha in birchas Hashonim, shonim v'havdolo b'chonin adas. And we make havdolo, right? Atah tonu in chonin Once the Gemara Maseches Brachas establishes the fact... That Allah we go ahead and we make mentions of God's greatness as manifest through rain in tchias So that's mashiv rochamir Therefore, again, our Mishnah picks up vikatoni And mean, our Mishnah picks up with the rest of the conversation and says, from when do we from when do we recite To which the Gemara says, one second. So you're telling me now that our Mishnah is a continuation of a conversation that began in the seches brachas. There's only one problem. Why don't you just then finish off the conversation about Mashiach HaMered HaGeshem back in Masechah's brachas? You remember Masechah's brachas? Exactly, right? Right, exactly. Right, brachas was close to a year ago, right? What, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You make it sound like, oh, we're just bringing up. Two years ago? We're coming up on two years already. Wow, okay, sorry. I, so, we'll say, so, so incredible. So, what are you talking about? They are picking up on a conversation from Masechah's brachas? Right? Tainus is a number of mesechtas removed. So first of all, first of all, why don't you include this conversation of mesechtas brachas? That's number one. Number two, even if you want to say it's a leftover conversation from brachas, okay, maybe I could hear that if this was taking place in which mesechtas? Shabbos. And maybe if you really wanted to stretch it, Erevin, right? If you're crazy, Psachim, right? Or shkallim, right? So again, but we're already in Tainus, we're a number of mesechtas removed. Tushim says, you're right, you're right. This conversation in the first mishta of Tainis, is directly linked to Meseches Rosh Hashanah. Ela, Tana me Rosh Hashanah, Salik. Rabbi, you're right. This conversation is 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 picking up from Meseches Rosh Hashanah. We'll say, what did we have in Meseches Rosh Hashanah? So the Gemara says, Desnan, ubechag nidonin alhamayim. We'll say, remember again, on Rosh Hashanah, we made reference to the fact that we are judged at different times of the year. And one of the things that came up in Meseches Rosh Hashanah is that on Rosh Hashanah, excuse me, on Sukkis, we are judged regarding rainfall. We're judged regarding rainfall. And therefore, again, And since in Meseches Rosh Hashanah, the Gemara said that we're judged regarding rainfall on, on Sukkis, so Shabbos says now there's a much stronger connection. So since Rosh Hashanah spoke about New Year's, spoke about judgment, and one of the judgments that came up was the judgment about rainfall on Sukkot, our Mesekta picks up on that theme and says me maskirin gvuras At what point in time do we begin to make reference? to the greatness of God. The strength of the rain is manifest through HaKadosh Baruch Hu's incredible. Well, I should said, the greatness of God is manifest through the rainfall. So the gemar sevelisnei me'emasai maskirin ala gishamim. So we'll like, say, fine. So now we've established, by the way, why is this the opening mission of Masechus Tainus? This is the link between Tainus and Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah spoke about the fact that Sukkis is the day of judgment for rain. So we pick up on that theme, me'emasai maskirin givuraz gishamim. Beautiful. Now the Gemara asks, the listing maskirin ala Gishamim, my Givuros Gishamim. So we'll say the next question the Gemara asked was, was Why does the Mishnah say, Me'ima Sai Maskirin? I'm sorry, Ma'ima Sai Maskirin Gvuros Gishamim. Why do you have to make reference? Why do you have to call it the strength of the rain? Why don't you just say, when do you begin to make mention of rain? What do you mean gvuros gishamim? to which the Gemara says amra biokran says Mipnei because when the rain falls the rain falls with gvura now i say like, this is going, this statement is going to take on a couple of different layers of meaning as we get through the misaqta but it means when rain falls rain falls with a sense of strength or the rain fall itself is a manifestation of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's givura, of His strength. So Osegidolos ad 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 ein cheker, Viniflos or niflos of ad ein mispar. So what I say, the Gmarver quotes the pasik from Yov. Ose g'dolos ad ein cheker. Literally, Hakadosh Baruch Hu does great things beyond comprehension. Niflos ad ein mispar, acts of wonder beyond. Count. Okay, hold on to that. Uksiv and then the Pasek says And then again we'll say the very next Pasek in Eov says gives dew upon the earth, And he sends rain again through the outer outlying areas. Okay, so we we'll say so what exactly is the connection between these things? In other words, we'll say, remember the Gemara is a simple question, which is why do we call Mashivarahmura Gashem? Gavuros geshanim. To which the Gemara says, because when the rain falls, it falls big gavura. To which the Gemara says, What is what does that mean? So that I've just quoted two Psukim. So watch this, about So here we go. i Amara Bashila, rabbi. I'm a rabbi. Bar Shila. As yecheker cheker. Rabbi Yossel of cheker cheker between the pasuk that we just quoted in Yov. Ose gedolos ad in cheker. And I will say, so just hold on to the limud over here. First Pasik in Eov says, Osegidolos adin Chaker. Baruch Hu performs acts of wonder beyond comprehension. The very next Pasik in Eov makes reference to rain. Okay? Next, Gzeh Roshava, Chaker, Chaker, to the creation of the world. It says, Chaker, that we just saw by Eov. Oksiv Hacha, Osegidolos adin Chaker. Oksiv Hasam, it says, by Eov. Baruch Hu performs acts of wonder beyond comprehension. Oksiv Hasam, Halloyadata, in Shamata. The Gemara quotes the Pasik. From Yeshua. So we'll say the Pasuk in Yeshaya makes reference to the fact that Kaddish Baruch Hu is a Bori, creates the world. So it says, Cheker by creation. It says, Cheker by Yov. And now watch this. And now watch this. The Yomar says, And I quote over here, The Pasuk from Tilim. Mechin Harim bekocho Nezar Bigvuro. So the Gimara says, so what's what's this last part of the what's look at Rashvi for just a moment? So Rashi says, So also, therefore, watch this. It says Khaker by creation, it says Heker by rain. Che and then by Tilim when it describes creation it calls it a Gvura. So just like there's creation by Gvura, so too the falling of the rain is by Gvura as well. Okay, I both say it's a, it's a pretty multi-tiered limud over here. But again, ultimately the Gemara arriving at the fact that the crea- the falling of the rain is titled a Gvura. So again, Cheker, 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 by Iov, cre- Cheker by, by creation, by Iov it links it back to rain, by creation it links it back to rain, by creation it says Gvura. So just like it says Gvura by creation, Gevura is by rain as well. Therefore, when Chazal refers to the rainfall, they call it again, Me'emah say maskiren, Gevuros gishamim. Beautiful. So, before we get to this, I'll just mention something very interesting. See, if you notice, by the way, as we go through this Mesechta, what we're going to be making reference to is two, 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 two forms of divine precipitation. Right? There's rain, Geshem, and there's Tal, Dew. Interestingly enough, the word gvura is only associated with rain, not associated with dew. So, of course, the Pasha shot in that is because rain could come down bigvura. No one ever says, wow, really dewed today, right? That was, uh, that was, I really got stuck in that dew, right? It was, right? So, again, that's just the Pashid idea. That's the Pasha idea. Rain comes down vura. so dew does not come down vura, But the Venei Sascha says something so beautiful. And, again, we'll see this unfold a little bit later. But this is such a magnificent insight. The bnei yisascha says, "Remember, dew is associated with Pesach, and rain is associated with Sukkis." So, and we're going to see this theme developed even more. So, the bnei yisascha says so beautifully, "What's the difference between Pesach and Sukkis?" He says, "Ultimately, again, he we'll work backwards. Pesach, the bnei yisascha, the rebbe from dinov says in, in the wording of the tzar is is arusa Eila. What did we do?" to achieve the geulah of Pesach, what did we do? And the answer is, nothing. Right, remember again, Isarusa de la'ela means HaKadosh Baruch goes ahead and showers down bracha upon us. At the end of the day, we did nothing. Now, we had to do certain things just to at least merit something. So there was Dam Mila, Dam Pesach, but at the end of the day, when we were redeemed from the time, the whole Geula of Mitzrayim, Hanivala Malach, Hanivala Sarek, and the Kodesh Baruch who says, I did it all. It was Isarusa Dela Eila. So the Rabbi says, that's due. That's due. Because it's amazing, we're going to see this in the Gemara, Kodesh Baruch Hu promises us, you'll always have due. There'll be no such thing as a world without due. Some basic form of divine precipitation, some basic form of divine sustenance, the world is always guaranteed due. That's the chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What's Sukkis? This is incredible. What's Sukkis? so b'nei so. At the end of the day, we entered into the desert. So the Rebbe suggests, Sukkis represents, is Arusa Diletasa. It represents ultimately, again, an awakening from below. Or in other words, man's efforts. Sukkis represents our ability to create Kiddusha, our ability to go ahead and make something beautiful, our ability to follow in the ways of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You followed me out into the desert. Sukkis represents our ability. And therefore we'll say, what happens on Sukkis? What happens on Sukkis? Rain. Rain. Because as we're going to see rain, is intimately tied to the actions of man. Dew comes no matter what, but rain only comes if we deserve it. That's why, again, those of you who do Mishnayomi, you've seen the Mishnayis. If it doesn't rain, there are fast days. We take it as a sign of divine displeasure over our own actions. So rain ultimately represents Isarusa Deletasa, Rain represents our ability to bring bracha to this world through our dynamic activity. So again, an incredible model. Pesach is arusa de la'ila. Hakadosh Baruch Hu, doing everything represents dew, which is unconditional divine sustenance. Sukkis is arusa de an awakening from below, our dynamic activity. L'ichtech acharai. And that's rain. That's rain. Shabbosai, why is rain called givur geshamim? Because the greatest strengthful blessing that you could achieve in this world is when you, when you act. When you do, when you don't rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu to bring the brachas, but you do whatever is within your power to bring b- bounty and beauty and bracha into this world, that's when you see givuros gishamim. You see, all too often we sit back, enjoy the ride, and let HaKadosh Baruch Hu do all of the work. And it's true, at the end of the day, success in life is absolutely unequivocally up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But the shaila is how much effort are you willing to put in? How much effort are you willing to expend? How much are you willing to advance your own life agenda to make things really happen for yourself? That's Sukkis. That's Gishamim. That's Isarusa Dilatasa. And that's Gavuros Gishamim. And I'm about to say, isn't it incredible? The dew comes down in a trickle. Because if you're just gonna let God do all the work, Kadosh will never let us, never let us, you know, never let us go. But it'll come down, It'll come down. But when a Yid acts, when a Yid does, when a Yid serves that Kadosh Baruch Hu, when a Yid does Torah, does mitzvahs, does Hased, then its gevura comes down to this world. If you just rely on a Kadosh Baruch Hu and don't take any personalistic action, there's always going to be due. But when you take the reins of your life and you try to accomplish something great, and you push your personalistic agenda forward, and you change the world, then it's Givurus Gishamim that come down. incredible Yisoscha. So the Gemara says, So i say, so now here's what we've established. We've established, we've established that Halacha we begin to go ahead and we have Maskirin Gishamim, and ultimately again, Petitional Request. So how do we know that this mention, Mashiach, Murad, which Chazal called Gavuro's Gishamim. How do you know that this is done in Tfilah? In other words, maybe I'm just supposed to every day stop and say "Mas Shivarach Thank you Hashem for bringing rain. How do you know that this exists in Tfilah? So the Gemara says so beautifully: "D'sanya li'Avos kechem The pasuk says to love Hashem your God and to serve Him with all of your heart. say such a beautiful Gemara. So, "Ezohu avoda shehi ba'lev." What is the avoda? What is I amazing. I was just uh, out of at a way at a at a simcha. I was talking about this gemara yesterday. So I saw something in a shul that I never saw before. I was by my brother in uh, in Edison for uh, for for a bar mitzvah and uh, he asked me to speak during the kiddush. I said what? Speak during the kiddush? I said one second. You have a speaker during the kiddush? I said Mamesh, I never saw. I said Mashiach is coming to your shul before he comes to mine. <laughs> right, right? So, so just, nah, I, 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 I forgot this girl, so I just, I never said it was actually like such a, the rab gave a drasha, gave a drasha, and again, head the beautiful, 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 anyway, I'm not instituting it here, don't get nervous, <laughs> but, uh, but I was really, uh, w- it was really quite special, so the Gemara says as follows, so what does it mean to serve God with your heart, so the Gemara says, oh, tefillah, we say that's tefillah, do you want to know what prayer is? So, i say, isn't this incredible that when Chazal understands prayer, it has nothing to do with your lips and everything to do with your heart? What is Tfilah? What is Tfilah? It's an avodah it's a heartfelt connection with the Rebam And what's <laughs> After it talks about tefillah, what does it say? So we'll say, pretty amazing. So right after the Torah discusses the concept of tefillah, right afterwards it talks about rain. So what do you see from here? That the obligation to discuss rain ultimately is in tefillah. Beautiful. Amri B'Yoch, and it's just incredible. It's just incredible. Here we go. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. It's too good. Too good. It's, it's almost not right to have Gemara like this and Rogalach in the same morning. Yeah. It's too much. Too much sweetness. I'm Rabbi Gimel There are three keys. Three keys that are given over in the hands of Akadish Baruch that were never given over to a Shaliach. And what are they? Veeluheiin Mafteivosei, which means three keys representing three powers, three Kohos. That the Rebano Shel Olam does not give to anyone. And what are the keys? Ve'eluhim, Mafteh shel gishamim, the key of rain. Mafteh shel chayi, the key of birth. U Mafteh shel tchiyas the key of resurrection. Right? These are the three keys that only Yachad Shabrach holds on to. shel gishamim, de'chsev. Yiftach Hashem l'chaz al tzaro ha-tov. Es ha-shamayim lo'aseis mitar arzicha so we'll say, so you see, Pasik says, Kavosh Baruch will open up for you his storehouse, his great storehouse in the heavens to give you rain. So you see, Kavosh Baruch controls the storehouse for the rain. Next, Mavteach Shalchaya, the key of birth. Where do we know this? Minayin we'll say this week's parasha. Elokim Vayishma Eleha Elokim So we'll say, pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. So here, to act, this week's parasha, Hashem gave Rachael Imenu a child. What about the key of Tcheias I will say the Gemara the Quotes, the Pasuk, from Micheskel, a reference to Tcheias HaMesem. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, You will know that I am Hashem your God when I open up your graves. So the tea, the key to Trias Ameisim, ultimately, again, these three keys in the hands of Akhadish Parochin. I will say, now, I'll draw your attention to Tosis back on Bezom Adalif, very short Tosis. Tosis says, So Tos, first white line of Tosis, Tos Vim Tomar, Vamina de Mafteach shall give sham Nimsru de Elio, Vichay Mafteach shall Trias Ameisim, Vichayim le Elijah, Dichsivayomer Chayashem. So we'll say, so here's the problem, says Tosis. It's not true. It's not true. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave over, by the way, the keys both to Reyn and to Trias mm-hmm. to both Elisha and to Elio and to Elisha. So, how can you say the keys are never given over? How can you that the keys are never given over to someone? To which Tulsa says, this, no, no, no. So Tosos says what it means is like this. It doesn't mean that Hakadosh Baruch Hu never gave over these keys to someone. Rather, it means Hakadosh Baruch Hu never gave over the key in perpetuity. So there were times when Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave a key, right? He gave to Elio, to Elisha, By the way, the keys of Gishamim, right? The keys of the keys of Chaya, and also, ultimately, again, the I'm sorry, of Tchias Amesim, not Chaya. He gave them both the keys of rain and of Tchias Amesim. So what does it mean when the Gemara says Baruch Hu never gave them over to a human being? it means he never gave it over to a human being in perpetuity. Did he give over the keys to certain yachidei skula to be able to use in certain dramatic moments? Yes. But did he allow him to keep it? No. He took it right back. So the Gemara goes right there. Back, back to my back the M- M- days. So the Gemara used to say, And he said it was the fourth key. Right? Not only the key of rain, the key of birth and the key of but a fourth key also, the key of umas Parnassah. That it is HaKadosh Baruch who opens his hand. And through HaKadosh Baruch who opening his hand, he sustains all living creatures. I have Rabbi Yochanan, my time aloka haKashib Why did Rabbi Yochanan include the fourth key of Parnassah? He did. Amr lecha gishamim hainu Right, Rabbi Yochanan is of the opinion of the opinion who says there's no, there's no disagreement. And I just so they really broke it out to four keys. Right, Rabbi Yochanan was saying really it's just three keys because the key of rain is the same key as gishamim, which I will is actually quite beautiful because also tying this back to the bnei saschar that we just mentioned before. Right, rain connected to sukkis connected to isra osedila This right? is Tasa, an awakening from above. Right, human activity. G'vuros We'll say, this is the same so with Parnassah. Parnassah, a Jew has to put in his so you have to put in your effort. And you have to put in a dramatic amount of effort. Again, we can put in all the effort in the world. If K'adosh doesn't bless the efforts, there are no results. But Lamaise, again, even at M'avteach Shal G'shamin. Interestingly enough, each of these keys, I will say, are held by a Baruch but they're impacted by human activity. Right, Cheshbaruchu holds back the result. He controls the result. But lest you think that because he holds the key, we have no effect on it. It's not true. On each of these keys, the Rivon controls the result. He controls whether or not I get life, whether or not I, whether or not a child is born, whether or not ultimately this triasa mesim, whether or not this rain slash but I have the ability to impact how Kaddish Baruch Hu uses those keys. Incredible, says the Gemara. Let's go right there. So Remember again, Rabbi Eliezer said. Back, back. to now, now what we've done essentially is we've kind of outlined where the Mishnah is picking up from. We've outlined why it's called Gvuras Gishamim. We've also outlined ultimately again the unique aspect of Gisham, the three keys. Now let's delve a little bit into the machlokis. Because remember again, the meat of the Mishnah was a machlokis, Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Eliazar saying we begin Mashivarah Mura when? First day of Sukhis. Rabbi Yoshua telling us Srinia Tzara. So says the Gimara. Says the Gimara. So l'hu, Rabbi Eliezer, gamar l'hu. So we'll say here's the shai. Rabbi Rabbiazar says you begin. To recite Ma'aseh Baruch Morid on the first day of Sukkis. Where did Rabbi Eliezer get that from? Right, where where was that from? Mechag Gamrelah, Mehlulah Gamrelah. So maybe he learns that from Lulov, as we'll discuss the connection in just a moment. But actually, if you look at Rashi, Mehlulah Gamrelah, Rashi says Shedomel Lulav, Shekashem She Efrar Le Arba Minim B'Lo Gishamim Uban Le Ratzas Alamayim Kidamimim B'Sukkah Kiach Efrar Le Olam Alamayim. So he say from the first day of Sukkis, he takes Lulov. Lulav, the Khamdir among all four species taken by Lulav and Esterik is they all require water. So maybe just like we begin to take Lulav on the first day of Sukkis, mm-hmm. so to Mashivarach Murda begins on the first day of Sukkis. So, oh, Miniso Chamaim Gamarla, or maybe we learn it out from Niso Chamaim. But remember again, we made reference to Niso Chamaim in Rosh Hashanah as well, was the unique water libation that was done on the Mizbeach over the course of Sukkis. So we'll say, so watch this. Says the Gemara, So on one hand, if we say that we learn from Lulav, just like Lulav is a mitzvah by day, so too maybe we should begin by day as well. Or maybe no, we should so? just like Nisot Hamayim can be done at night. I will say, we'll discuss this Technically speaking, you can do Nisach even at night. You can do it even at night. So, just like Nisach HaMayim can be done at night, so too, the amar Mar, Umin Chasam Viniskehem, Afilu Balayla, Af Haskara so too, so too, again, Abosai, Mashriv al Hamir Agashem, we speak Shabbat, rain, water, should also begin at night. So, we'll say, here what we're asking over here, this is in Shita Shabbat Eliezer, that you're beginning Mashriv al from the first day of Sukkim. What does first day mean? Does first day mean, first miriv, first miriv at night, like Nisuk HaMim, the water connection between mashur HaMir HaGeshem and Nisuk HaMim, just like Nisuk HaMim could technically be done at night, the water could be drawn at night. So to again, we begin mashur HaMir HaGeshem at night as well, or no, we connect water to the Dalad Minim, just like Dalad Minim are taken by day, so to mashur HaMir HaGeshem begins the first day. So the Gemara says, Tashma, Dom Rabi so we'll say pretty explicitly, Rabbi, Rabbi Elyezer learned this out from Lulav. His, his connection, Mashiach HaMera Ageshem is from Lulav. And therefore, just like Lulav is taken during the day, so too Mashiach HaMera begins the first day. Ike Amri, an alternate version of this, Rabbi Elyezer, Gimara Gamila, so we'll say, some say that Rabbi Elyezer learned this out, had a tradition. Amri, Others say that he heard a braisa, or Mishnah, so mayhi, sorry, which, so what, which, which braisa did he hear? The sanya, because we learned, mayma sai maskirin ala gishamim. From what point in time do we begin to say? Mashayo hamar da Rabbi Eliezer, or Mishas natilas lulav. So i says say a bit more explicit in this braisa. Rabbi Eliezer says, from the time that you begin to take the lulav, i.e., first day. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Mishas hanachaso. So this is very interesting. Rabbi Yoshua says a little bit of a different word. So remember, it's the same machlokas, just different phraseology. So a little bit more explicit. Rabbi Eliezer is saying, you begin to say, from the time you take the lulav, which is when? Which is when? Ultimately, again, first day. Rabbi Yoshua says, from the time you put down the lulav. The devil says, when do you put down the lulav? Ultimately, the end of the seventh day, which means what? Shmini Yatsaris. Shmini Yatsaris. Actually, Rashi actually has a gear so that says "hai shvi'i," but it's actually changed. The the, the Marom changes it actually to "shmini." Okay, so the Gemara says "halo So we'll say now what's Rabbi Elazar's logic. Rabbi Elazar will say like this: Why do we take daled Minim? Rabbi Elazar will say in general, why do we take daled Minim? Right? Why do we take lula esr gadasin aravas? Why? So by the way, already if you look in the Seferachim. So first of all, as it says, "I'll tell you why." I will say, do you want to know why we take Dalimim? It's very simple. Dalimim. Okay, we have all of our svaras, right? The, the esteric is dominated, the lave is compared to the heart, and the, the lulav is the spine, and the hadasim on the eyes, and the aravos on the lips, which is very beautiful, be, very beautiful symbolisms. At the end of the day, all four of these items require water. Require water. We take these items on Sukkis because the act of taking minim itself is a reference to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. give us water. Give us water. The same way that these Minim cannot exist without water, the world cannot exist without water. So already from the first day of Sukkis, again, we're not making a petitional request, right? Why not? Because again, no one's saying that you should actively, straight out, ask for water on Sukkis, first day sukis Sukkis. Why not? Why not? Because I don't I want to be able to sit in the sukkah but we pretty much do anything and everything other than explicitly ask. So we'll take Dalad Minim, because the Dalad themselves are a form of prayer for rain. So, so, we'll say, so therefore, again, Rabbi, so therefore, Rabbi Eliezer will say, the same way you take the Dalad Minim, because the Dalad themselves are in their own way, a request for rain, not right now, not right now, <laughs> but a request for rain. So it will begin to say, <laughs> on the first day of Sukis, on the first day of Sukis at the time you begin to take down the meaning. I'm going to be a sure, but Yeshua says one second, but yet we know that rain during Sukkis is a a sign of divine displeasure. So Allah says, you're right. I'm not telling you to ask. I'm just telling you to make mention, to make mention. And i also said, by the way, the Bryceah, just actually made a very compelling argument on behalf of Rabbi Eliezer, because I will tell you, if you look in the Sefer achinoch the Sefer achinoch talks about the Mitzvah of Daled Minim, the Sefer achinoch quotes this reason, quotes this reason. All the additional layers of symbolism are added on, but at its core, the Mitzvah of Daled Minim is a nuanced reference to rain. All of these items require rain. HaKadosh Baruch give us rain. So Rabbi, said, Rabbi Yeshua says, come on, we don't want rain in Sukkis. To which Rabbi Yeshua says, you're right, I'm not telling you to ask for it. I'm just telling you to engage in nuanced, veiled symbolisms and about statements about rain, about rain, but no petitional requests. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Leizah says, I'll tell you how. The same way we mentioned T'chias throughout the entire year. But yet I know Treshmei says was only going to occur at a specific time. Kachmas so, so kiram gevuros kisham kavashana ve'inan elan bizmanon. Sezot Ravilleza Ravio Shel will say you mention you can mention mentioned Mashirachamrad agasham but ultimately again Kachma now listen to this browser. the brisa. The brisa says the brisa says technically speaking Kach kiram gevuros kisham kavashana ve'inan elan bizmanon. Lefiach im bo lahaske kolashana maskia. Wow. So both say, this b'raiseh just took us on a dramatic turn. Technically speaking, the price says, you could say, the entire year. Wow. The entire, now both say, that the truth is, it actually makes sense. Because if we're equating to just like right, it's, going, it's only going to occur at a particular time, at a particular time, but we mention of it the entire year, so to again, I can make mention of the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch, who has manifested through rain, the entire year, even though again I only want rain at specific times of the year. So it's a very dramatic idea. Rebbe Omer, Rebbe says, Rebbe Omer, Omer Ani, Misha Shemafzik L'She'ila, Kach Mafzik L'Haskara. Rebbe said, now both we'll say what Rebbe does is something very interesting. Rebbe said, Brother, I just want to point out this b'risa is introducing us to a whole new list of opinions now. Rebbe says, I think that Haskara and Sha'ilah should be tethered together. Remember, Haskara is the same Talum Matr posits that I believe that they should be linked together. So, whenever you stop asking, that's when you should stop mentioning. And again, conversely, when you start, sounds like when you start asking, is when you should start mentioning as Arabihuddin and remember, Arabihuddin and says, A couple of more Shitas. Listen to this. So, Arabihuddin says, I think you should start. Same mashuach merageshem when second day Sukkis. we'll discuss why that is. So I so keep keep in mind keep in mind the opinions you've got Rabbi Yoshua telling us. I'm sorry Rabbi Eliezer saying first day you've got Rabbi Yoshua saying eighth day shmini atzeres. Now you've got Rabbi we're gonna leave Rabbi on the side though. But Rabbi Huda telling me that Rabbi telling me that Allah we're gonna tether sheila and haskara. Rabbi Huda ben Beseira saying you should really start on the second day second day. Rabbi Giva Omer. Wow, now it's getting exciting. Rabbi Akiva says, sixth day. Begin to the Yash Runagashim, sixth day. So we'll say, so we've got so far an opinion that says day one, day two, day six, day eight. Rabbi Huda Mishum Rabbi Yoshua Omer. So what's we'll Rabbi Huda? Now we'll remember again. This is Rabbi Huda in the Mishnah, who was commenting on the opinion of Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Yoshua said, You should begin to say it on Seras. Comes on, Rabbi Huda Rabbi Huda said. רב יהודה מישר רב ישוע אumer. however if we have to be on top of the shliach tiburan shmini ha'achron maskir the ba musaf we'll say mashia chemer ha'rishon eno maskir. But the Bal Shachris does not say it. Be'om tov Rishon Shal Pesach on the first day of Pesach. Harishon maskir. The Bal Shachris ultimately will say Masheu Rachamir Ageshem. But ultimately again, Acharon Eno maskir. So it says the Gimara, So we'll say, let's jump back for just a moment. Shapir, coming Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yoshua. So we'll say, let's jump back for just a moment, right? Rabbi Eliezer is saying good to Rabbi Yehoshua. Remember again, what did Rabbi Eliezer say. Rabbi Eliezer says, when do we begin to say Masheu Rachamir Ageshem? When day one. So, right, Rabbi Yeshua says, how can you say day one? We don't want rain on Sukkis. To which Rabbi Eleazar responded, remember what was his response? What was his response? I'm not asking for anything. I'm just simply making mention. And the same way we make mention of Trias HaMesim throughout the entire year, I'm just making mention of rain. To which the Gemara says, listen to this, to which the Gemara says, "Shapir Kamarli Rabbi Eleazar, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Eliezer is saying good, right? He's saying good. Hey, right? you're right, you're right, you're not asking, you're just mentioning. So, what is the big deal? Why not just start from the first day? No, no, he's not saying good. He's not saying good. I'll tell you why. You're right, you can mention at any time. Do you know why? Do you know why I both say, what's this man for? Any day. Any day, halabai today, right? Any, any day. In other words, tchias hamesim is not relegated to a particular part of the agricultural calendrical cycle. Any day is a good day for tchias hamesim. kol But can you say the same thing about rain? Can you say right? Is rain good at any time? both It's so interesting because as 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 Jews who currently live in Golos, our entire perception of rain is skewed. Right? For us, rain is an inconvenience. Is an inconvenience. And the truth is, even if you look at the way rain works for us, the truth is there are times that rain is more beneficial, less beneficial, but the truth is rain can have a benefit technically at any time. So the Yep in Eretz Yisrael, it's fundamentally different. Listen to this. Back now we learned. Nisan, the if the month of Nisan ended. And rain fell. So we had this in Mishna last week, right? So, Yarduk sh- Nisan. Shabbos so, if Nisan ends and then it rains, Simen Klolahin. That is not good rain. That is not good rain. Shine Amar, hayom. Because, so, remember again, as I mentioned before, after Nisan begins the harvest season, the harvest season, you're leaving the grain out in the field to dry out before it's gathered in. You want the sun. You want heat. You don't want rain. You don't want rain. So therefore, again, rain, so, so the, the point, so, so, Rabbi Elias, so remember, Rabbi Yoshua says, Rabbi Yoshua, come on, what's the big deal? Maashiroch is just like Tcheh It's just a mention of God's greatness as manifest through rain, manifest through resurrection. To which, Rabbi Yoshua says, it's not a good comparison. Tcheh Amisim. anytime, no one wakes up and says, you know, Today feels like a great day for tchias hamesim, right? I think any day is a great day for Trias hamesim. But again, rain, not so, not so. To which I will so therefore, again, that is that is Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yoshua's retort to Rabbi Eliezer. So that machlokas, that machlokas is still locked in. We will say, let's analyze for just a moment. Rabbi Huda Beseira Omer Besheni B'Chagul Maskir. Remember, Rabbi Huda Beseira said. We'll just do another few lines. Rabbi Huda Beseira said that ultimately we begin. On the second day of Sukkis, so where does he get that from? B'chagum my time with Rabbi Yehud ben Maseira. Here no, I was saying, listen to this. The sign of Riddim Omer. But will say not. Actually, we'll stop over here because now what we're going to do, just to give you coming attractions, is remember. So far, what we've done effectively is we've dealt with the two opinions as espoused in the Mishnah. The opinion of Rabbi Eliezer and the opinion of Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Eliezer telling us we begin on day one because his whole is just a haskara. It's just a mention. And therefore there's no problem with mentioning it pretty much at any point in time. But we'll, we'll relegate the mentioning ultimately again to a time when rain is shayh. Rabbi Yoshua saying no. Since rain on Sukis, we don't want it at all, don't do anything until day number eight. What we're gonna do now in tomorrow's D'Adamirat's Hashem is begin to travel through these other opinions specifically the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, he's going to be next. He says Sheni and Rabbi Akiva who says Shishi. Shi. And what we're going to see is their two opinions of second day, sixth day are really tied up in Nisoch Hamayim, the mitzvah of the water libation, which was the unique offering of Sukkis. Mirat to be continued tomorrow. Shukrai, everyone.